Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Can I ask you a, a pretty serious question, Jordan? Ooh, I wish you would. Ooh, serious? This is this is where I thrive. Uh <laughs> thoughtful, sincere? Ooh, yeah, I'll take one of those. Yes, tee me up for that. <laughs> my thinking my thinking on this, Jordan, is that if we're not trying to make people laugh, the fact that no one is laughing will come off better. Um, <laughs> I love that's this. That's why I'm going for the series I love here. This. 700 episodes in and we've found the secret. Yeah. So do you, have you ever heard of a grito? I don't think so. I mean, can you uh, spell sometimes it for me? Sometimes called a, a G-R-I-T-O, sometimes okay. called a grito mexicano. I don't think so, no. Tell me all about it. It's like, do you know the exclamation that a mariachi does that sounds a little bit like a laugh? I'm not, I can't do it. First of all, I'm yeah. bad at doing it. Second of sure. all, I can't do it loud enough for it to really land But because my kids are asleep, but it's like a, I, uh, yeah. uh, uh, that sound. I do. I just want to let our listeners know that if you hear that sound, it's because my neighbor's in a folding chair outside the metal shop and he's been drinking. Oh, okay. So he my... is—he is not—he's just doing that, not as part of a mariachi performance, but he's just—he's just, he's just no, doing. No, I it. mean it is a general purpose exclamation, like it's particularly used in mariachi. Gotcha. But like, okay. You might do it. You might do it if somebody scored a goal, or you might do it if just anytime you need a like. Way to go, right. rah, rah. If you're watching of one of those YouTube videos where a uh, deer goes into a convenience store and freaks out. <laughs> yes. You like those? Exactly. If the deer is in Guadalajara, yes, that is when you would use that. And, oh, sorry, there goes the ice cream truck. Uh, my neighbor's just been hanging out out front the metal shop with his dad in folding chairs. And they've been out there for quite a while. And I think they're getting a little loose and they've been making that sound and it terrified my children well uh they were absolutely convinced it was a witch uh i mean not to not to convince you that your your new home is haunted jesse but um i'm getting some fucking terror vibes from that ice cream truck music I mean, it could just be the quality that it's coming through your microphone and then through my zoom uh it could be that from your end that sounds delightful uh, from my end, uh, it, uh, yeah, it definitely sounds like I'm about to be like ironically murdered. No, over here, it sounds like the potential for bomb pops. I yeah. Mean, that's oh, what I'm yeah, feeling sure. right now. Although it is possible that the sounds that I'm hearing, the gritos that I'm hearing could be a haunting. I, I may be misattributing it because just cause it sounds like it's my neighbors across the street. It might just be, I did see a vision of a sort of ghostly guitaron, which is that giant guitar. You know that giant guitar? Yeah, I do. I know the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. The gargantuan guitar. It's like an enormous guitar. I saw one of those at the thrift store one time, Jordan. Mm -hmm. And I didn't buy it because I don't know how to play even a regular size guitar. Uh, but I have regretted that decision ever since. Yeah, you fucking blew it, man. I want one of those giant guitars well, so bad. Just don't make the same mistake twice. Run outside, get a bomb pop. <laughs> yeah, I'll hold. I'll hold things down here. If you see a bigger than normal bomb pop, maybe get that one. 
I'm just I'm just trying to give the give the listener a picture of why they're getting so much atmosphere right now. We're recording from home and it's an atmospheric environment. People love this. This is uh this is a real uh, radio lab. We're radio labbing the show by 45%. People are hearing the sounds of Lincoln Heights and of course the sounds of Pasadena, California from Jordan's house. Yeah. That's like uh, people going to Pie and Burger. Of course, the folks at the Huntington. People preparing for the doodah parade. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we have guests on the program, Jordan. It's been years, years since we've had these men on the program. They're among our favorites Too of all long. time. Here's the thing. We've been recording on the weekends for many years. These guys... These guys have family time on the yeah, weekends. Yeah, they're, we- they're weekend warrior types. <laughs> these guys, these they're guys out on the, are packing yeah, everybody they're in out the on minivan. The, they're out on the ski dudes. <laughs> they're headed to the putt putts. <laughs> they're doing. <laughs> they're doing all the different. Headed to the what's it called? Go karts. Oh man. Mm. You ever have an uncle that takes you to the go-karts? Should we introduce yes. our guests and then get into go-karts? Our guests are the Sklar brothers, Randy and Jason Sklar. Randy and Jason, welcome back to Jordan Jesse Go. Thrilled to have you back. Thank you for having us. Oh, what a what a treat. It's a treat to be back, and I want to posit this possibility. Like, what if we showed up at Jesse's house, and he's like, yeah, that noise is coming from the machine shop next door, and we're like, Jesse, there's there's no machine shop next door. Oh my <laughs> God, no! It was it was no! burned down ten years ago tonight. <laughs> tonight, ten yeah. years ago tonight, we all know the dates of various <laughs> famous fires. And then we take him outside, and he's living in a giant guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! By the way, the the guitar the guitarone is the only guitar that the shark from the Meg can hear. Yeah. That's <laughs> just. The only one and he's allowed. I think it's allowed. a whale. I okay. don't think it's a shark. And I would say every guitar roan is an ironic nod to uh, Eddie Van Halen. May he rest in peace. Because he, he made famous little guitars. And it's a nod to Gary Schroen. Jason, Randy, thank you for explaining that, Randy. Jason. <laughs> sure. Yeah. For some Jason, who don't Randy, know. how do you feel about a go-kart? You guys ever take the family out on, on a go-kart oh, expedition? Oh, my God. Yeah. I just... Three weeks ago, I was on go-karts, and I'm not even joking. Wow. Not even joking. St. Louis, Missouri. You know what's amazing about Missouri is, uh, as far as they're concerned, no COVID going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just doing their <laughs> thing. Nothing happening. Nothing happening. <laughs> Business we as you. So, uh, yeah. So, we, my, I took my kids there to visit my mom, and they wanted to go. And there's like a Grand Prix go-kart racing track near like a mini golf and 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 batting cages and we went there and it was so much fun to ride them and then i've been completely swept up in the formula one documentary series which is basically like hard knocks for formula one on netflix and i'm obsessed with knowing where these guys who are racers come from and they ride go-karts that's how they get there what as kids they rode go-karts and then later they do these like race go-karts and then they move move sorry i don't want to say they rode the go-karts like someone else drove them for no but they raced the go-karts and then like there's like you know pictures of and video footage of these guys when they were kids like two guys who are now on the same racing team it is fascinating because i couldn't have cared less 
about Formula One at all. I that was like the one sport that I just could not have cared about. Watched the series, and now I know everything about it, and I'm fascinated by it. Are there other sports like that? Like, do professional golfers start out in putt putt tournaments? Yeah. Like, putt-putt. do professional <laughs> tennis players right. start out competing uh-huh. interscholastically sure. with that? Like. Yeah, the th- or like the thing. What's that game that you play at the beach with the wooden paddle? Oh, pickleball. Yeah, and, uh, like, like oh, pro pro Kadima, which yeah. is like it's <laughs> pro Kadima is so it's an Israeli game, and if you know anything about Israelis, they're like the most hard. They're like harder than the paddles and the ball itself. They're like so harsh. Like the commercial for pro Kadima in Israel is like, do it, do it. Do Why it, don't hit, you like it. this game? Take the you game. Hit, you, you, you take the pedal, you go there, you go there, you hit, why, you hit. Why you, you hit. don't like this? Take Buy three of them. Why you don't like, this is the commercial. It's just like a guy coming up to go, why you don't like? Go take the pro Kadima. You go hit. You hit. He's you anticipating hit. someone saying they don't like it. <laughs> right. right. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to hedge you off right there. Yeah. Baked into the whole ad is that you're, you're, you're having saying, an aversion like to this. it. Yeah. I don't like Can it. Can I ask you guys a question? What exactly is pickleball? Is pickleball something? Yeah, no. So pickleballs, older people play pickleball. It's like if you were to take a tennis court and shrink it down to one fourth the size of a regular tennis. No, no, court. no it's not one fourth. It's it's basically played within the like the the parameters of the service box. Okay. And fine. then there's a space right in front of each net, and you can't go into that space. There are all these crazy rules for it, Ed. You hit with sort of a hard plastic racket, but it is still like a tennis ball. It's fascinating it's it's a really fun game if you don't want to do the running of tennis this is a hundred percent what i saw earlier today this yeah, morning right. i took uh, yeah i took my son and my adopted son elliot kalen mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. and my grandchild sammy elliot's uh-huh. son mm-hmm. who's the he's the host mm-hmm. of the flop house now okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> the three of us and oh and my and my youngest my four-year-old frankie we all went to the montecito heights recreation center yep. to practice baseball because my my kid's gonna uh, start playing little league this year awesome good stuff and awesome. good stuff um, and he's it's gonna be a rough start for him He's got a lot. He's going to learn some lessons. He's got, He's got a lot. Learn some lessons. Not, not na- maybe not naturally gifted is what you're saying. Just got a lot of growth potential there. Jesse, Skill I'm going to I'm going to give you some advice. Even though it's T-ball, tell him to lean into a couple pitches. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we need we need base We need base The walks as good as a hit. Yeah, tell him to lean his shoulder into the ball in the tee and then and then take a base. And so yeah. at the Montecito Heights Recreation Center, it's a pretty big park. It's got mm-hmm. what they call mm-hmm. a Dodgers dream field, which is sure. Sure. Uh, a familiar. beautiful, a beautiful baseball field uh, with an electronic mm-hmm. scoreboard uh, built by wow. the Dodgers that is always locked so no one can use it. Mm-hmm. Sure, makes sense. Yeah, and then it's like it's like watching Dodgers games in L.A. Unless you yes. have a certain <laughs> you cable, it's you're it. locked out of it, right? Yes. So then there's, you know, there's like a regular, uh, there's like a regular little league field and there's one of those little fields with an all dirt infield. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like one of those kind of like band shell style backstops. Yes. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. Like it, yes. Yeah, it's like a semicircular. Yeah. It's basically, it's like Yosemite's half dome. There's a couple of nice playgrounds there. Sure. And of course, it wouldn't be a Los Angeles park if there weren't. Two beach volleyball pits with no nets mm-hmm. and a horseshoe mm-hmm. tossing area. Mm-hmm. 
Of course. I don't know. Like the Los Angeles 84 Foundation just went ape shit in this park. They took <laughs> they that did. money from the 1984 Olympics and just <laughs> yep. fucking spread it across <laughs> That's this, right. this giant space. Beach volleyball. <laughs> truly, Let's do it. Truly went wild. <laughs> and there's a couple of, there's a couple of, you know, there's a gym and there's a couple of tennis courts there. And this is not culturally speaking a tennis e neighborhood. I don't want right. to say I don't want to make broad cast a broad net around what cultural groups may or may not play tennis, but I will say Swiss women play tennis. That's the primary sure. in my mind at least. It's the Swiss. Yeah, tennis and cocoa. That's yeah, you can count sure. on the <laughs> There's a cu- and rocklets. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of tennis courts on like Alvarado, just under the one o, just past the one o one. As it or as it, yeah, starts to go away from downtown. And I always see people playing like yeah. all the time, like at every and there's just like tons of people. There looks like a line of people that are waiting to to get on those courts i'm like what is on these courts yeah. like what's is this so, like where serena williams was yelled at by her dad so <laughs> what is happening it's a place that dads bring their kids to yell at them to yell, yeah. at, them. To yell right. at them so sure. most of most of the de- demographic in the park like people using the park is the folks in the neighborhood like it it all sure. makes sense right mm-hmm. like there were some mm-hmm. guys pitching horseshoes no one is playing beach volleyball no Don't, no you no know nets. there's like uh there's like a teenage baseball league of some kind, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. bringing their coolers. There's a, you know, people mm-hmm. are making carne asada on the grills. Like it's a real neighborhood vibe in this place. Yep. And then yep. on the tennis court, there's just these middle-aged <laughs> white women in yep. stretchy pants playing pickleball. Pickle and ball. I had never yeah. seen this before in my life. And it is mm-hmm. the yep. strangest thing to see on like an outdoor inner city <laughs> just these yeah. ladies like yeah. going plunk 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 yeah. <laughs> right no no it's it's fascinating and it is like it's like i want to play tennis but i only want to exert like half the energy that's what it is okay. i mean i assumed it, it was like you know how people in new york play handball and it's like a really intense thing and like oh yeah cer- certain like groups of people in new york just have three inch calluses on their hand from whacking gloves. Or special gloves special yeah. gloves for handball yeah well they're either whacking their gloves or they're whacking their kids yes. you know Hold you're, on. You're the ball Hold on. On. you're speaking <laughs> broadly about new yorkers yeah but well, like we it's a there. sport <laughs> that i don't think exists particularly in other places like there may be some other places in the, but it's basically the the candle pin bowling Mm-hmm. of right. playgrounds right like yes it's very right. intense very regional and i just assumed that this was like that these were like four people from boston and in boston they play tennis with tiny rackets that go <laughs> plink 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 <laughs> <laughs> and they're like where can we find a pickleball court and this was the neighborhood they found yes exactly okay research and it's the type of people who are like siri like so loud where's their pickle <laughs> dude where's their pickleball court they've got in, one in, hand in, on I, the I, wheel and their phone in front of their right. face and they're going siri yeah. show me pickleball pickleball right. then they get then pickleball. they get directions to a pickle back and then yeah right that's drunk. right and then they're pickleback then they're house. at a nick then they're at a nickelback concert <laughs> which is not good for not anyone they wanted a lot of times you're trying to play pickleball and you end up at a nickelback concert that is the logical end of every game. Do you ever see people driving around in 
2021, the year of our Lord, 20 years after the year 2001. Mm-hmm. And you sure. see them doing that thing where they have one hand on the wheel and they're holding their phone, but it's they're not holding it what I would call phone style, which is to say they're holding it like they're holding it out like at arm's length, but they're driving uh-huh. like they got the memo that you're not allowed to hold the phone to your ear while you're <sighs> driving, but they didn't get the memo that you can connect your phone to your car. <laughs> That's right. And they didn't spring for the weather tech thing that fits in the cup yeah. holder that you put your phone <laughs> in that makes you look like you're driving Uber. No, no. they didn't. <laughs> they just have it on speaker, but they're still, they don't even put it in the cup holder. They're yeah. holding it. I mean, I think cars are going to just now figure that out and just, they, you're just going to, it's just going to be people yelling at their cars. Like, that's it. It's like, now that we have Alexa technology in our house, that's what it's going to be in cars. Just everybody, like once Alexa gets in the car, that's just what, Alexa, give me my map. Alexa. I mean, I'm surprised at like how mad I get at Alexa when she doesn't listen, mm-hmm. you know, and I know she's not listening, but like she's there's just moments where like she doesn't respond. And I was like, oh, I know oh. she feels like my kids, you know. And sure. Th- and it is like, you know, obviously, like it's a technology that, that I think is is worrisome yeah. to us. But I mean, it is it is undoubtedly amazing. Yeah. yeah and then when it like fucks up one time in 20, you're like, fuck this <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. Fuck this amazing thing. <laughs> fuck this amazing thing that totally worked. That, that, I, that didn't exist five fuck years ago. Fuck this amazing ago. thing that's watching me every minute of my day and observing every choice I make. <laughs> Screw sure. it. Yeah. Screw it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, you can't tell me the weather, but you can watch me jack off. All right. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Alexa, no. <laughs> I mean, how many people in their houses, just single dudes, are like, Alexa, turn away. <laughs> Ace the door. Or, or Alexa, feel free yeah. to watch. Come a little closer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Alexa, call me names. <laughs> Alexa, choke me for two seconds, if you would. No. No. I heard Nickelback. <laughs> oh, fucking this I just want to how... be choked. <laughs> now I'm too hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here is pickleball. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Although those pants are pretty tight. Mm. <laughs> hey. Do you think someone will? Do you think in our lifetime, like there will be a? Is the greatest challenge for the music hipsters of the world? to rehab Nickelback. Do you think there will oh, be a wow. move in our life? From the norm core movement? From the norm core I mean, people? I would yeah. love I would love to hear like a Halsey version of my kids are, this, my kids do this and it's so funny. Like they can right. really do Halsey. Like, you know, there was like some I'll I'll do this. I'll give full credit to my daughter Georgia who had me laughing so hard when we there was like a there's like this new TV show called La Brea. Like, I don't know if you guys saw that. It was like an hour long drama yeah. called La Brea. And she just was like, started singing like, La Brea, La Brea, <laughs> do it to me, La Brea. And like Halsey, I'm like, that's the funny thing. So if Halsey did a version of, or like that sort of like, just, just a piano and a female, like a Billie Eilish did like. Or Heinz. Heim? Hind. I'm talking about the other H. Hind's the band. Yes. Yeah, they did like some weird version of that Nickelback song. It would be like the greatest thing in the or world. Or Hind's the Ketchup. And then you would realize ketchup. what a great song it was. Or Hind's the Ketchup. Hind's the Ketchup. That would be great. I'd love to hear. Like Hind's the Ketchup is all about nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And so the whole song is this is how you remind me right. of what I really am. I 
feel like what's a what's a I'm thinking of a Creed song. You remind me how so I. So no, th- this is how you remind me of what I remember. I think that that could yeah. get Africa'd. That could get Toto'd. Maybe right? that could get Toto'd. Oh like, yeah, that is it could the, be. Hunt. I was thinking when you said this, Jordan. What I th- what my mind went to immediately was the Carpenters, right? Like the Carpenters. Uh-huh, sure. I think in their time in the immediate aftermath were the opposite of a cool thing. Yeah. Like just the least cool thing you could ever have in a million years. And then sometime around 20 years ago, the Carpenters sort of went through a a revival where they became the inspiration for many, many indie rock acts. They were the original Uh, White Stripes. They were the White Stripes. They were the White Stripes. She played drums. She did did play drums. She was a very good drummer. You can see many clips of her like busting some the serious drum. breaks Skin. on YouTube. That's right. Hitting, hitting the Were they brother and sister? Were they yeah. married? No one they, knew. That's, that's no the one, thing. No one that's knew. the thing we and, don't know. But that was the first thing that I thought of. And I have a hard time seeing that happen. Like, I don't think that Nickelback... Nickelback? I think his hair was such a huge issue. Yeah. Because his hair was both... <laughs> yeah. fro- he, had, he was frosted with a mullet and bangs. Yeah. Like, I was like... Three mistakes. Yeah. You got to pick one mistake. You got to pick yeah, it's one. It's like, no, give, give me all the bad hairs. So it's, Can I have all the bad like our, hairs our uncle, on our head. uncle Eddie in Canton, Ohio had a print shop. He used to, like, print things. And then he mm-hmm. had a sign right by the... And it, well, this wasn't his saying, but he had a sign right by the... cat, Like, where you cashed out... And it said, uh, you can have it good, fast, or cheap. Pick two. Yeah. If it's good right. and fast, it's not going to be cheap. If it's good and cheap, it's not going to be fast. Right. If it's fast and cheap, it's not going to be good. Yeah. So pick two with the hair. If it's frosted and bangs, you can't have them. If frosted and mullet, you can't have it. Bangs and mullet can't be frosted. You got to pick yeah. two. Yeah. My, my uncle um, Wayne out there in Washington, D.C., had print shop on his Apple II Plus. And uh, he had a sign that said, welcome, Jesse, that he printed out on his dot matrix printer when I went to visit. <laughs> Beautiful. It's with the uh, skateboarding dinosaur. Yeah, Did it have a border? Did it have a yeah, border around the edge? Border, border option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, with several <laughs> lots fonts. of con- Lots of confetti. Mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah. Those are the original motions. Yeah. I mean. I just think like Jay and I always wanted to write this sketch so badly for the band Silver Chair, which kind of came out a little bit. It predated Nickelback only by probably like what, like seven or eight years. Yeah. I, I can't yes. do the math on that. But like Silver Chair was this Australian high school band. Do you remember their song? Like you going away to fat boy. Remember that song? Fat boy, you wait till tomorrow. So huge hit. And we thought, how funny would it be if they came back to their high school before they graduated? They had this huge hit and their high school decided to have like most high schools have a battle of the bands. And they were like, you know what? We're going to come back and play. And they were going to play to win their own high school battle of the bands. But another group of super silver chair fans started a silver chair cover band called like bronze chair or silver couch or whatever you want to call it. One of those. And they played their song better than silver chair had played. Well, even if they didn't play it better, they had more spirit around it because it was special. And they beat silver chair, the actual band silver chair at their high school battle of the bands with silver chair song. That to us would have been like just a really fun thing. Was that, was that for you, Randy and Jason, a sexual fantasy? No, no, it was very well developed for, 
it's a sketch idea Uh we had along with the other (laughs) sketch idea we always wanted to do was two people coming into the starship enterprise and just having a very lengthy conversation about their 401k (laughs) (laughs) and people can't understand it and everybody's having problems with it because it's not laid out the right way and they're and they're trying to say if i'm vested in this thing and we go certain light years away right i want those light years to count towards my towards my so best even thing. so and it's like yeah but like and they're like but it's amount of time you do on task and they're like yeah but you can't decipher yeah. what that is especially for hyperspacing and so yeah. and they kind of bring up if we go back in time it actually takes years off of what yeah. you're best in <laughs> guys funny or die was around for 10 years you had your chance you should have done, done it this is spawn con for pringles <laughs> yeah, the guy who played Riker would have yeah. been in. the guy who played Riker. One hundred percent. Frakes would have. Frakes Jay, what's done the it. video that Eva sent us? That's of our friend Eva sent us. That so the- it was the home game of uh, it was some Star Trek home game, and it was just the guy saying one phrase over and over again. The Klingon saying one phrase over and over, Worf? Again. over and over. Yeah, Worf from Star Trek: The Next Generation. That's yes, the I believe so. And he was like, "What's the phrase, Rand? The phrase is so. It's so specific. Beige something beige something. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, <laughs> except beige. Yeah." It, yeah. Text Eva and find out like what you're, it is. You're, we are driving so many listeners. No, they know. Right yeah, now, the fact that they we, know, know what they it is, but it. it was it was like just the outtakes of this guy doing the home game, and it was just every version of like because you know this is how he recorded every version of how it plays in the home game. But obviously, if you're playing the game, like it doesn't go one after another. Yeah, yeah. But someone edited together all of his reactions. And <laughs> it was something beach. Oh, Jordan, like, uh, Ben Harrison just climbed through my window. Window. Uh, so oh. we're gonna have to deal with that, right? Jay, eliminate beige or something like yeah. that. Yeah, see, make sure it's not the haunted ice cream. Man. <laughs> Got it. Thank you. <laughs> you. Should make sure you're not. You're about to get killed with a warped Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> it's like you play now. Anyway, just that was really fun to us. It kind of feels like it kind of feels like people kind of want to do the they were good actually rehab with Limp Biscuit. It kind of feels like people are like dancing around it, taking the temperature. Dude, how about the how about the Fred Durst? Like just the weird sort of like he kind of looks like he owns three porn like ex hamster and whatever on stage and he's he looks wearing, like Brett like, Favre's older brother. Yeah. He looks like my <laughs> my uh internet uh friend and acquaintance Dan Devine of, of the Ringer pointed out that Billy Corgan and I think I would add Fred Durst to this list both from certain angles basically look like they're Fat Joe from the Terror Squad. Uh, ah. <laughs> like they're really giving that look. I uh, they are. Although I did think there were times where Billy Corrigan reminded me of a bald Michael Ian Black. Mm. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah. Gorgeous sure. head of hair on that man, but I, uh, I can see it. Yeah. yeah. But it kind of feels like if if like they use Limp Biscuit as like a needle drop at the right minute in a Marvel movie, that's oh, going to do it. Like, God. that's going to make people go like, you know, they were good, and then we're all fucked. <laughs> needle, drop in, <laughs> needle drop in the Black Widow, like, give me something to break. I mean, yeah. which, one, which one happens first, Jordan? Limp Biscuit or Corn? Which one of those is the one that that is the... Uh, Oh, uh, freak on a leash. The crack, the crack in the dam, and all of a sudden, brings the river of back. new metal 
So yeah. it's experience beige. Experience beige <laughs> is the name. Experience beige. And, and like you play now. Experience beige. Oh, man. Do you guys yeah. remember in high school or maybe early in college the first time you experienced beige? <laughs> it was amazing. Still, uh, still, still waiting on it. Sorry, Jordan. Sorry, buddy. I've heard stories. I've heard stories. <laughs> Come on, Worf. Tell me what it's like. What, what's it like, Worf? What's it feel like? Experience beige. I mean, it yeah. would be that would be cool. Like just from Spider Man, like the Spider Multiverse or whatever yeah. it is, and it's just like needle drop. I did it all for the nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's because like yeah, I think they're gonna start doing multiverse stuff in these comic book movies. Maybe like the idea is you travel, you know, to another reality where like Alfred Molina is still Doctor Octopus and Limp Bizkit is good, and everybody thinks that they're good. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. Pl- I wonder if it'll play through the through the microphone. Just get it right, right up to the mic, Rand. Just I, yeah. I, I, let's watch video. No, but just play. no. We're not gonna. I want to see if it plays right through it. Okay. Hold on. The experience beat because my friend just sent it to us. Okay. You are the only crew member. The one who is moving now. Answer. Who is moving now? Respond. (laughs) You. The one who is moving now. Answer. You. The one who is moving now. Answer. Wow. Look at me. The one who is moving now. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a zombo.com situation <laughs> but so this is like him doing all no, yeah like, this all, is him giving like, you options all the options to be- uh, so it is you you the one who is moving now <laughs> <laughs> moving now don't wait so wait <laughs> where does where does experience bees come in uh it's so good the one who is moving now you answer <laughs> Oh man. Experience Beige is coming. <laughs> Hold for Beige. <laughs> beige flying in. Old Beige. We got we got a we got a Beige coming. We got a Beige on on deck. Beige on deck. Beige on freeze day on deck. Here we come. <laughs> Here it comes. Here it comes. It's coming. Randy's There's so a whole excited. thing right now. I'm so excited. You guys are going to love it. It's definitely going to live up to what we were hoping. All I got to say is when Randy finally experiences that beach, he is going to We are all going to experience experience together. It's something for everyone. Sure. Once (laughs) once a year on my birthday. (laughs) Go back, Rand. Experience beach. Experience beach. Experience beach. Experience beach. Experience beach. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know how you how, I, how does this how, how does this play out in the board? Games? I don't know, but like I can no, you better experience beige. You must. <laughs> is all I, I can tell you know, you. Before, while we were leading up to that, I was kind of asking myself, is this worth the real estate we're devoting? One hundred percent. Absolutely. I could not can agree I, can more. Can I just tell I, you that like I would have been okay with a longer buildup, Jordan. Honestly. 
Jordan, I, Jordan, so- Jordan, as I was doing, I'm like, this is a terrible idea that can only be cured with the phrase experience B yes, 70 times works. in a row. It fucking well, no, works. So-, so that guy just was like, do you do it again? Like, I imagine the director, <laughs> this guy's in full Klingon makeup, like full everything. And they're like, just, just <laughs> he's probably so hot. And he's just like, like, I just want to like, get out of this like, shit. Don't give me, don't give me direction. I'll give you nine options. And then he just, <laughs> I'll give you nine options. And then he just did them. Can we have a little more whimsical one? No, you can't have another one. Yeah. <laughs> I gave you nine beaches. You pick one of those beaches. I'll be at the Formosa Cafe. <laughs> you couldn't experience beige any differently. Is this like a VCR game? Is it like a... I pic- I'm picturing so, it as one of those computer games that came on 12 like seen it. floppy like, disks. Yeah, like seen yeah. it or something. <laughs> so many floppy disks, it like made Oregon Trail seem simple. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm picturing like a mall madness that has like oh. a thing in the middle that you push sure. and then and then uh, you experience Then you beach. experience beach. Maybe it's yeah. like, I mean, Jordan, what's that? Never forget the first time. What's that video game? We were talking about this a few months ago in the arcade that has a difficult to look at hologram in the middle of Ooh. it. Dragon Slayer? Uh, no, same gameplay though. Same gameplay where mm-hmm. you're just kind of like pushing a button periodically and yeah. something happens. Yeah. Uh, God, it was called like Time Traveler or something like yeah, that. that. You were a right. cowboy and you went through. But there was time a wizard murdering people. A wizard. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I remember just of a cowboy and a wizard, and they're in the middle of the thing, and you kind of can tell right. that they're a three dimensional cowboy and wizard right and like maybe if somebody cleaned it it'd be a little yeah. easier possible to see. it's right. tupac it's, it's hard cowboy, to say cow, right. by the way so cowboy, cowboy wizard. and wizard so i'm thinking we should reboot the village people with like new updated like <laughs> cowboy oh boy wizard, wizard. Like web, right. web yeah. designer like let's get uh, a whole new ghost Gale, g- oh hey cre- oh. yeah creature from the black lagoon why why creature stop from, the creature from the black lagoon lead singer from nickelback yeah. you know what i mean Just, <laughs> all of history's greatest monsters <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, finally, a village people you love. Uh, to I mean, it, ta- it takes a, it takes a village. <laughs> all saying. these years, all these years, the village people have Larry just been Clinton. begging for a heel. That was the problem. <laughs> right. They didn't have an enemy. <laughs> they needed one guy that everyone like turns to on. get. He's he, got the everybody. Everybody loves bikers, construction <laughs> workers, sure. cops. Sure. Everybody loves those yeah. guys. Like when you those when guys. you think about it, if the village people weren't who they were, who they really actually were, all of them would be anti-vaxxers. Every single one of them would be against the vaccine. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Cop. This construction is worker. Their hit song mm-hmm. YMCA would be replaced by It's a Matter of Personal Liberty. <laughs> That's right. Sure. Uh, yeah. you and the AGA becomes their new song. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's about control. You know who's also not getting it? Guys in the Navy. They're not nope. getting it. Yeah. In the Navy, yep. you don't have to get the vax. In the Navy. Mm-hmm. Weird Al can finish that. Yeah. Something, oh, something chlamydia. Yes. Yeah, there you yes. Go. Pretty much. There you go. Pretty much. Bring them back. What if you go to a family fun center, Jason or mm-hmm. Randy? You all look. Sure. You guys are both from St. Louis, Missouri, home of this spectacular. I'm, and I'll say, mm-hmm. most of my family fun center experience, most of my go karting was with my uncle in Central Virginia, mm-hmm. the okay. St. Louis, Missouri of Virginia. Mm-hmm. That's right. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds about right. 
and had a great time. Also had a great time riding around on my uncle's boat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Which never saw water. Yeah. I mean, you just he just drove you around <laughs> on the back. Just just let me ride in the boat <laughs> on the trailer. <laughs> on a trailer yeah. on the highway. Yeah. yeah, I get it. So what are your top what are your top family fun center activities? Do you guys get in the go-karts or you just oh, help the TS yes. children get in there? Oh hell yes. yes. And I try so fun. I try and cut kids off. It feels really good. <laughs> Run them into the tires, you know what I mean? And their careers. I, you know, and like you're driving in those go-karts and you're like, they're using these aren't electric. Like I smell real gasoline. Yeah. If someone's right. smoking yeah, next to these, we could all go up in flames. Like there's real danger. It feels really good. <laughs> yes. Well, See. and if you're doing and if you're doing it in St. Louis, you can just Tokyo drift right up to the other dads and cough yeah. in the right. There you go. That's that's how we. That's what actually Tokyo drift should then the next one like <laughs> F F ten or whatever should right. should be go karts. Just they they sort of go right down and then F eleven is Pinewood Derby. Yeah. You just take it straight down, <laughs> pull that thing down to the studs. You know the story about Vin Diesel and how he came famous, how he became famous, or how he got seen and got known. Do you know the story about him? Well, I mean, I think it's a, a wizard put a spell on a stake to come alive. <laughs> <to work. laughs> That's. He, all right, I, I was going to tell you the story, but then Tomahawk that was it. Um, <laughs> didn't he? Uh, he well, he directed a Oscar-nominated short film, didn't he? Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, yes, I believe I believe he did. W- what was your anecdote, though? <laughs> Ours is hearsay. Ours is hearsay, but it is hundred percent true. Adds up. We, right. we have it no, totally we have no verification of the story, it. but we're going to. If this was a circumstantial evidence case, we would win. Right. We would win this Beyond case. Beyond a reasonable like, doubt. Any doubt about the veracity of this is unreasonable. Any jury would buy this and there would be no hung jury whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to now lay out the case for what happened to him. And we are 100 percent right. Yeah. We should have a law like a courtroom show called Objection Hearsay. <laughs> uh, no one has any facts or any deeds. All right, so so the, the the story we heard was that when the when the sky bar at the Mondrian Hotel on Sunset was like the place to go. So this is like you're talking the middle of the Sunset Strip, kind of down the road a little bit from the Whiskey a Go Go, down the road, kind of right by the Comedy Store where the Comedy Store is on Sunset. This is like a major. A major point where like tons of people when people were out in LA they would go to this place and the sky bar at the Mondrian Hotel was the biggest thing ever it has this beautiful view of like downtown and sort of the flats of LA and it was just a wonderful bar and like a pool and just this is where every all the people would go to be seen on a Saturday night so at 10 o'clock every Saturday night right Jay he rents like a $300,000 white Mercedes he rents it he rents it drives up and like flips the keys with all the confidence in the world, with all the confidence of a not yet known Vin Diesel. Right. Okay. Like he had like, he had confidence of Vin Diesel, like F, you know, fat Tokyo drift Vin Diesel flips the keys to, and like just pulls up and everybody who's standing outside at like 10 o'clock at the key time when everyone's supposed to be there, like, who's that guy? Who's bald head, white, right. you know, V-neck, shirt the t-shirt undershirt hanes shirt that's too small for him dog tags from a war he didn't fight in <laughs> that from the and gym just, wars of 1996 yeah. right <laughs> from the lap pulled out never forget of never forget never forget never forget where you were when that happened when someone asked if they could work in yeah anyway so it, it almost put an end to the planet fitness yeah it really almost <laughs> <for sure. laughs> 
Hey, listen, my my grandpa really got fucked up in the gym wars. He 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 wakes up screaming, spot me, spot me. No one spotted him. No, no, no one sees. He was the last. They they were the last generation of people that would shower at the gym. They called them the greatest generation. Yeah, (laughs) sure, yeah. So he would just flip his keys and people be like, "Who's this guy? Who's this guy?" And then eventually, like casting directors were like, "This guy must be someone huge. He must be." He literally bet everything he could. He faked it. He faked it until he continued to fake it. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he, I know, and it, it, this like tracks. I mean, I mean, obviously, like Vin Diesel is not his real name. His real name is something so. It is something so not Vin Diesel. I it so is like his real name to be Gordon it, Sumner. It, it's like yeah, <laughs> and he like was like I gotta it change like, it, it again. It, yeah. His real name is Calvin Brodus. <laughs> Incidentally, his real name is Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be his real. But name. he does seem more like yeah. a wolf, right? Doesn't he? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, he's a little wolf. Yeah, he has some wolf-like qualities. Sure. Yeah. A, a real, a kind of a chunky. Yeah, it's just a amazing that he that's how he figured it out and that's what he did to to get and it worked it legitimately worked for him it's true and it's still working i mean there was more fast and furiouses than i mean there's as many as there are star wars that's just it think about that that is incredible right. like they could there was there's so much of the story that's left untold is and, and honestly like i won't say that the fast and furious movies are better than the star wars movies but they are more consistent they are i mean yeah they have consistency. They didn't dip down for three of them, yeah. if you know what I mean, or two of them, if you know what I can mean. Can I? Can I ask you guys a, a quick Vin Diesel question? Mm-hmm. So, sure. if it's diesel related, Vin Diesel, uh, probably best known as the star of Triple X, mm-hmm. um, sure, but right. also is in the Pitch Black movies, of which there's like two mm-hmm. or three, right? And that was where he played the head of an acapella group. Yes. Is that I correct? That Am I is yes. that? Uh-huh. Pitch black. Yeah. And he did his he did his famous cup yeah. dance. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got and that. he he is, of course, in the Fast and Furious movies. There was yeah. a golden age of Vin Diesel, certainly. Sure. Uh, that was the sure. time around the release of that those the first few Fast and the Furious movies. And at some point, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he bowed out of the Fast Furious movies, then returned later. Yeah, right. It's 2021. There are still people holding their cell phones at arm's length inside their cars. Right. Are there still non-Fast and Furious Vin Diesel movies? And this is a sincere question. Like, does he have, does he make, like, is he appearing in medium-sized parts in indie dramas? Is he, like, doing, like, Nick Cage-style <laughs> direct-to-Redbox action movies? Straight to Russia? Yeah. Like is he is he a Marvel I, character I think... that I don't know? Well, no, he's Groot. He's Groot, the voice of Groot. But doesn't in, Groot uh, just say in... Groot? Mm-hmm. I says I am Groot. Yeah. I am Groot. There you go. And you know, I mean, it's some of the best repetition acting I've ever sure. seen. Sure, <laughs> sure. And I know we all know he does Obama on SNL, of course. Sure. At some point, Groot's gonna sing "Did It All for the Nookie," and we're gonna go, "Oh, that was a mm-hmm. that was a pretty mm-hmm. good song." No, he did. He drop. had a song. I know he had a song. The internet was crazy about Vin Diesel's song for a minute there. By crazy yeah, about, yeah. I mean they were Mocked driven mad ceaselessly. by. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But does this is a serious question? Like, so I think so. I I, I can I could speak to. Thanks, this. I want to hear what you have to say, George. Yeah. Yeah. He. So I think what happened was that Vin left Fast and Furious right. for Too Fast and Tokyo mm-hmm. and couldn't get anything else right. going. Right. Right. Because that was Bow Wow's he, time. 
Once he left the right. once he yeah. left the spotlight, Bow yeah. Wow stepped in, and it was pretty much That's over right. for for VD as yeah. he's known. And so I think Vin came back to Fast and Furious. It becomes this huge franchise, and then he tries to wake up those other franchises. He does a triple X, and he does another. Pitch he had black. left. There's a triple X that stars Ice Cube, isn't there? So there's. Did you three. put the emphasis on I, Cube? Yes. The way you said that. <laughs> you know Ice, Ice Cube. Cube. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. So there's the first one, and then like Fast and Furious, he's like, I don't need triple X anymore. I'm off to do another right. thing. Right. Cube steps in, and then kind of once this, once he comes back to Fast and Furious, and they're huge. Right. He's like, now I'm going back to Triple X. Now I'm going back to Pitch Black, and 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 none of them. Well, hit. wait. Now, so now, I think now that, a lot of people don't know this, but he was Ladybird in the movie Ladybird. Right. He played yeah. Ladybird. He was. So, he was. He was one of the best acting work he's ever done. Like I would love to hear, like if he just did like an off Broadway version of My Dinner with Andre, yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. played. The dinner, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great. I mean, to me, if you're, if I'm him, I try and do that. What do you? You have all the money in the world. You, right, you right. don't need to work again for the rest of your. Your no. kids don't need to work. Your grandkids don't need to work. Now, just do the things you want to do. Like I, I would like stretch yourself to a, a crazy point. I mean, he's got all the confidence in the world. He right. knows how to stand in front of a camera and deliver lines. So it just go. Well, I think I think people like Channing Tatum. They are like, I'm that guy, but a better actor. I, right, I, right. I can give you that masculinity that you need, and I can be that alpha dude in when you need me to be, but I also then can you know, be yeah. an inanimate. I think you're right, Jason. I think basically what happened is real actors... Mm-hmm. I, look, Vin Diesel is not the worst actor in the world, no. but people who, no. people who were sure. succeeding... As artists, people who were graduating right. from Juilliard discovered mm-hmm. steroids mm-hmm. Yes. and personal Jack trainers. And the combination yeah. right. of steroids and personal trainers. And personal Some trainers. of them right. did that. And then, you know, I think if Vin Diesel really is going to pursue his passions, I mean, Pitch Black, I think, was a passion project for him, but I don't think that was a, you know, that wasn't what he hoped it would be, especially the sequel. I think he should, like, buy a WNBA team. This is what I think. (laughs) This is what I think he's going to do. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think his passion project is going to be an actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I think it's oh, going to be yeah. Vin Diesel's sure. The oh Adventure Zone. Famous, yeah, famously, famously into D&D, Vin Diesel. Yeah. 12-sided Diesel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> diesel and 12-sided Diesel. 12-sided Diesel. Let's yeah. go Diesel, yeah. Diesel. Yeah, <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know, every single episode of Jordan Jesse Go, supported by the members of Maximum Fun, our thanks, members of Maximum Fun. Went to maximumfun.org/slash join. You made our dreams come true. Our dreams, a semi but not entirely failed comedy podcast. (laughs) I want to mention, Jordan, just real quick. Of course, you have the smash hit book Bubble in stores now. That's true. People should go grab that. They They can get that both at their local regular bookstore 
or at their local comic store. It's got great distribution. The distribution is on point, and if it's not in the store, ask them to order it. They will do it happily. They'll do it with a fucking smile, and if they don't, I'm going to come up there and I'm going to put one on their face myself, if you know what I mean. Sure. Joker style. That's right. I'm going to eat their ass. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what the Joker's about? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I I missed the movie. I saw Suicide Squad. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Okay. What I want to mention is, look, we were going to promote that book with some live shows, but something got in the way. I shan't say what. So I will only have one live show all of this year which is a live Judge John Hodgman from the London Podcast Festival. John will be in New York City. I will be in Los Angeles, and we will be live streaming to the world with John Darneal of the Mountain Goats. It is September 9th, and it is at a time that works no matter where you are in this great world, or at least in the English-speaking world. It is at 12.30 p.m. on September 9th on the West Coast, 3.30 p.m. on the East Coast, and 8.30 in London, England. You can find that by Googling Judge John Hodgman, London. You can find the tickets. Uh, If that time doesn't work for you, you will be able to watch it a few days afterwards via the player there at the London Podcast Festival. So thanks to them for inviting us to do this. We love that festival, and we're glad to help keep their lights on with this live streaming show. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Darnell's going to sing some songs. I just heard Hodgman might play the tambourine. We're also supported this week by our friends at Feels. This is a type of juice that tastes like grass. Mm Mm-hmm. That you put under your tongue to become more chill. Yeah, CBD isn't about what you feel, it's about what you don't feel. And yeah, I'm talking about stress, anxiety, and pain. Yeah, I've look, I've been through a lot of stress lately. I'm not sure. Stressful times. <laughs> and uh, I'm, not, I'm not above uh, sticking a little of this grass juice under my tongue, you know what I mean? Yeah. Does it I mean it when I say it tastes like grass, I'm I'm not joking. It really does taste like a freshly mowed ball field. But you know what? I can handle that. It reminds me that it's working, Jordan. There you go. Here's what feels is F E A L S. It's a premium C B D that will help to keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. Well, that's nice. Home delivery. That's uh that's very convenient. Look, it's 2021. You probably already know that CBD is not the part of uh, cannabis that gets you high. It's the it's the part that makes you feel chill, can uh, help with pain. And there's a lot of nice things about CBD, but it's it's something you could do and then go to work. And, and if you've never tried this kind of stuff, they even have a, a hotline that you can call to help guide your personal experience so you find your perfect dose. It's basically, this hotline is basically uh, like a really cool guy that you met at Burning Man. Yeah. Who's going to help you out with this thing. It's like the Butterball Turkey Hotline, but chill, but chill. (laughs) Start feeling better with Feels. You can become a member today by going to feels.com slash JJGo, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. Whoa, what a deal. Jeez, Louise, that's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JJGo. You become a member, you get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping, feels.com slash JJGo. We're also supported this week by Magic Spoon. 
it's what I had for breakfast. That's their slogan. Yeah. It only it only works for me as a spokesperson or other people who had Magic Spoon for breakfast this morning. If you're trying to get more protein into your diet, but you still want to eat cereal every morning, Magic Spoon has you covered. Mm, it's nice. My favorite is the peanut butter flavor, Jordan, but they have... I had cookies and cream the other day. It was a little cheat for me because I'm not supposed to have chocolate. But, you know, a little chocolate's not going to kill me. Yeah. And uh, cookies and cream, that's nice stuff. Absolutely. And they just brought it back permanently. They also have a maple waffle flavor, which is one of the best types of waffle. Yeah. These are really great. They got cocoa. They got fruity. They got frosted. I've liked basically every flavor of Magic Spoon I have tried. Yeah. And you can uh, you, you can build your own box if you, if you like. Say, give me one of these. Give me one of those. Give me one of these. What do you want? Cinnamon? What do you want? Give me two blueberries of cinnamon and a fruity, please. Give me a, give me a frosted, two peanut butters, and a cookies and cream, you can say. These are just examples. Use your own mix. Yeah. So, so cookies and cream and maple waffle, they're back permanently. If you want to try them again, you can. If you want to try them for the first time, you can do that, too. Delicious and indulgement. <laughs> indulgement? <laughs> that's that's not slogan. a flavor that they Delicious have. Delicious and, and indulgement. <laughs> Go to magicspoon.com. Indulgement should be a flavor that they have, right? Yeah, it should. Maybe it's like a, got to make a mint chip kind of thing. Anyway, call me Magic Spoon. I got all the flavor ideas. Go to magicspoon.com slash JJGo to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code JJGo at checkout to save $5 off your order. At Magic Spoon, they're so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. They're not going to ask you any questions, not even geography. Not like those, uh, not like all those nosy Nellies at the Butterball hotline. <laughs> They're always asking questions. What? You didn't like turkey? What is it too tasty for you? They challenge you. Yeah. So many questions. That's, That's magicspoon.com slash JJGo and use the code JJGo to save $5 off. And hey, look, up on the Jumbotron, we have a message from a listener, H2WO. H2WO. Uh, <laughs> you listen to JJGo, so you like chaotic and eccentric audio experiences. That feels judgmental. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It feels listen, a little... Listen, if you... That's the kind of thing we can say. Listen, we're happy to, we're happy to share your message, but please don't include personal slams. <laughs> <laughs> you might like the music of H2WO. You might hate it. Either way, listen to my musical journey from being awful at music production to just quite bad. My last release was Collide Apart, and my new track, Tourniquet, releases on September 2nd. H2O's music is on Spotify and all streaming platforms. So if you want to get up on the Jumbotron like H2O did, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. It's just a little thing for listeners. Wish somebody happy birthday. Do plug it. your blog. You got a vlog? We'll plug that. What do you got? A MySpace you want to? Yeah, well, shout we'll, out your MySpace. <laughs> you got, well, you, have you compiled your old Vine videos and put them on YouTube? Yeah, we'll, we'll plug, plug that. that. I'd love you to know plug what? That. I'll plug Alta Vista if Alta Vista is listening right now. I mean, it's not just for corporate, but if if Mister or Mrs. Al Alta Vista is listening right now, Jennifer Alta Vista, 
Robin Altavista, Frank Altavista, give us a call. MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron on your telephone. We'll, we'll answer, and if you give us some money, we'll uh, say your thing. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jason Sklar, magician's assistant. Randy Sklar, notary's public. <laughs> oh, oh, the plural. <laughs> yeah, I'm a couple. Okay. I'm so good. I can I can stamp two at once. Wow. <laughs> which which we should say it should be runs RSBI and not RSBI, not runs, wow. not yes. RBIs. Wow. If anybody says how many RBIs does he have, you'd be like, shut I don't your know. face and start learning what should be plural. I know a lot of people, and I know a lot of people probably were listening to that and they were thinking like, well, doing two stamps at once. Not that hard. Randy no. doesn't use his hands. No. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> he can do two at re- once, hands free. <laughs> hands free. I refuse to use my hands. I'm the hands free notary's public. <laughs> I, uh, my neighborhood, I learned recently. I had to get something, I had to get a document notarized recently. Mm-hmm. And I previously believed the primary business in my neighborhood was bounce house rentals slash pinata sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was the top category of business in my neighborhood. However, mm-hmm. having needing a notary public has led me to understand that the number one business category in my neighborhood is notaries. There is a notary on every block. Well, you live in the notary district. I, you didn't know I, that. You can I get that? I'm sorry. Can I get that in writing, please? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't book, believe you. Please. Someone's going to have to sign off on that. I don't believe you. Sign off on that. print in the book. <laughs> Thank you very much. I I love the ledger at like a notary because you're just like, what were the 10 people who came before oh, yes. me to get this thing signed? Yes. This person needed to bequeath her tooth to her niece. Right. Yes. This person is trying to get out of a custody. This per- Britney Spears was here to get the stewardship done. Yeah. It's like all these things that are ahead of you, and then it's you with your dumb document. I love. I'm that. finding that my I'm finding that my newish area. If I ever need to get a key made, I will go anywhere. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. There's a lot of. <laughs> A lot of people who will have you make been to Montrose? He's made battery watch batteries replaced. That's right. Have you been up the two to Montrose? Do you know where oh, Montrose yeah. is? Montrose, California. So there's in Montrose, California. There's a street called Honolulu Street, which looks like it's literally made out of. It was, I guess, created in 1986. There are multiple travel agencies wow. on the <laughs> Multi- it is multiple i mean Jay, remember we were in louisville so right now we're in louisville kentucky and there was we were doing shows at the now defunct improv and after we went to the louisville slugger museum and had bats made for us we we <laughs> went funny. down the street and we noticed six different wig shops and we oh were like our street not offering anything different i was like why would you shop here versus there? What? How are they positioning what, none themselves? None of them is called Curly's. No, right. no. So then, so then we said we wanted to open. We wanted to partner with Brett Michaels from Poison. Brett Michaels <laughs> and open a kiosk, a kiosk in, in front of one of the wig shops 
covering up the wig shop, a bandana kiosk <laughs> called Bandana <laughs> Republic. <laughs> and the wig store we wanted to open up was a wig store <laughs> simply called Wig Her Please. <laughs> this, Women's wig this store. This Clark Brothers <laughs> pulling three by five cards from a card catalog of gags right now. <laughs> Just I'm sorry. Under, it just reminded just us in of tab marked local businesses. <laughs> no, it was the most shocking thing ever to just understand that there were so many wig stores. You going down to the wig district? Yeah, you know. You you would think three of them would be like, we can't compete. Like you, uh, you going down the wig district, pick me up something with the frosted tips and bangs and a mullet. <laughs> I have to be the lead singer of Nickelback. Yeah, I was gonna say if you if you buy that, they'll give you a Nickelback. There, that's better. There we go. Give him a dollar. The notary <laughs> public. The notary public had dollar a page faxes. Ooh. So that's a valuable service. <laughs> Fucking public library will do that for 20 cents, Jesse. I'm going, I need to, who has said in the, I need to fax this immediately. <laughs> immediately. And no one's ever like, I got to fax this, but in a couple of days. It's like, no, I have sure. to fax this. I need, to, fax I need to make sure this office has a Thai menu. <laughs> the, 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 the urgency of every fax. The, I, right? It doesn't the matter. Just, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. It's the a place, code red. The place that is receiving your fax is always about to close. Could be 10 <laughs> just. Okay, you have five they're minutes. About to I gotta get down, this. In. They're pulling down the shades. <laughs> they have worse hours than is than an Israeli bank. It's ten forty five in the morning. They're closing. I gotta get this back up to immediately. <laughs> I I imagined myself needing to get someone a document right away, which is the you know the classic fact situation. Yeah, but sure. If I emailed oh, yeah. it or sent it by courier or something, no. the message wouldn't be curly enough. On the right. other end, no. you know what I mean. I want to send it curly. Yeah. Is how I want to send it. Okay, when something yeah. momentous happens to you, like you successfully send a fax at the very last moment, give us a call two zero six nine eight four four fun or send us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org for momentous occasions. Here's one such occasion as shared with us by the one and only Brian Sunny D Fernandez. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and beloved guest. This is Ari from Minnesota. I'm calling in with a momentous occasion. Uh, one year ago, I called in saying that I had asked out my crush and would potentially become a thruple. And now I'm calling in to say it's our one-year anniversary, and we did indeed become a thruple. So say hi, Adrian. Hey. Yeah. Say hi, Lucas. Hi. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Still love the show. Bye. Way to throw up, gang. Congratulations. <laughs> so, can you tell me what a triple is? Uh, that's a well, that's a triple couple. <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal. So she was with somebody and then asked out her crush. Yes. I think it's like when uh, you and your wife are having private time and you ask uh, Alexa to turn on. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, please turn on the music and then turn closer to the right, three yeah. of us. First of all, that is amazing yeah. because you had to get like you not you only had to did get you have two to notaries your, to sign off on that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and and let me say something, those hands were not free. Folks, hey. um, <laughs> this is this is my assumption. I listened to recently 
I listened to an episode of Fresh Air. I'm a public yeah. radio host, guys. This is the kind of stuff I do all the time. I am familiar. Bullseye. Look, I love the news. I love <laughs> lifelong learning. So, Tote bags. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, hushed tones. Sneak, sneak paprika. Yes. Which, by the way, should be a seasoning. Sure. But it's not, disappointingly. It's, yeah. I was listening to a fresh air about the last days of Osama bin Laden, the life and last days mm-hmm. of Os- Osama bin Laden, mm-hmm. and uh, who's actually, that's one of the New Village people. Oh, really? <laughs> and check out the tight buns on Osama. <laughs> He's the guy on stage who's just watching a ton of porn. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I learned a lot about Osama bin Laden. One of the things is that at his compound, he had a few wives, and mm-hmm. they explained, like, logistically how the different wives worked, like his rotation of wives Terrible and idea. responsibilities. Now, that in that situation where it's one man with multiple wives, the logistics are relatively simple. You just go station to station, right? Mm-hmm. Each, each wife gets a night. And uh, yeah. I, I don't even like a hotel buffet. It's a hotel buffet, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Keep your wife, one wife warm underneath a heat lamp. Yeah. In a committed thruple, like I presume this one is, because they're a year in. Amazing. I kind of imagine it being like the chore wheel that roommates have. In fact, mm. I kind of imagine it being on the chore wheel. Because there's no mm-hmm. like one person, everybody is going every which way. And most, I'm sure there mm-hmm. are some where one person switches back and forth. But I imagine everybody's going every which way. The logistics are going to get complicated if you don't have a shared Google right. Google Cal. Yo, you have to you sync must. your iCal. You have to in that scenario. I think you put it, I think you just put it up on the fridge and you get, you get a Brad. You get, uh-huh. if you don't already have card stock, you just get a manila envelope and cut it round. Cut it around. You know what I mean? And then it's just, spin it. it. I'm yeah. sure it's doing really what? disappointing when like someone gets cunnilingus and then someone gets do the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a better spinner. You yeah. got to be able to spin it. Uh, the wheel, yeah. the wheel, she the is wheel. cruel. Come <laughs> on, big money, big money, big money. It is spinning and it won't slow down. That's a little. Grateful Dead riff for you. Um, Thanks, Randy. Jerry Garcia. So, uh, no, I mean... Lead that singer it, of the Grateful Dead. Thanks, Randy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it was a Jerry song too, but I oh, don't okay. understand this. This is a very difficult thing to do because I don't know. There have to be defined roles. Right. I don't understand Osama Bin Laden having multiple wives. Yeah, but like multiple lovers, that's multiple one thing. lovers or girlfriends, I can understand the commitment that. to a to a wife to a partner is like a so whole much. thing. Yeah. You like you know it's there's my wife can get me mad with one phrase, <laughs> one phrase she can get me mad. She and it's the way she says it to me, and it's so soft, and it's so she knows that this can get me like I have to walk out of the house and just just walk <laughs> around lap, the block, take a lap. I take a lap around the neighborhood when she says this to me. Whenever I ask a question about like, well, when is this thing? When it, when are when when do we have to pick up her books for school? She will look at me and say, "Well, do you get the emails?" <laughs> wow. wow. So imagine to the ground like the Union right. Army leaving the south. Napalm. Scorched I'm so earth. So my 
imagine four of those do you get the emails to Osama bin Laden like I I can't even imagine him and I'm sure there are things that I do to her I guarantee you that same deal same deal Uh, 100% she wants to like leave like literally like to get on a plane and leave this country Mm -hmm. I I mean what do you think the customary gift for one year in a throuple is like because there are the anniversary Mm. gift right there's like silver there's right, right. aluminum paper, paper. yeah right. i think it's brass knuckles yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's brass it's the brass anniversary I think it's, it's a, a symbol it's a symbol of your mini trips to pound I, town. I, I was gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say trifold <laughs> poster boy tricolored pasta trifold yeah. trifocals yeah. trifocals, tri-focals. It's probably one of those little Sega Genesis's that has all the Sega Genesis games inside. Oh god, inside that it. would be great. Yeah, yeah. You can play yeah. Like, oh, the Dolphin together. Would love to play Vector <laughs> Man with my thruple. <laughs> I think brass knuckles is an appropriate gift for a thruple. Yeah, I imagine thruples getting out there on the streets together and rumbling. Yeah, you know what I mean. Another, Not with each other, ass. just like no, as no, a no. team. As a team, you know what I mean. To yeah. beat some ass, beat other people up. So Jay and I always had friends that like mutual friends that we would hang out with. And so it was all constantly, it would be like three of us hanging out, like three of us, we do a podcast with a third person right. and it is fun to go around with a third person. Like yeah, I that person is a buffer between us. It's many nice. times, many times. So I can see that working for somebody who is cool with that, but you have to make sure the other person is on board with it. The other person can't be like 60% into the thruple. I mean, yeah. like, I imagine with you guys, I imagine a lot of you guys telling uh, Dan Van Kirk, like Randy, tell Jason. Yeah, that. we tell. He's <laughs> sure. right there. You can tell. Let, him. Nope. Let tell him. Tell but honestly, Jason. with a thruple, everybody only has to be thirty three point three percent into it. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Is that, it just has to add up to a hundred percent. Is yeah. that right? It's a hundred percent effort into if... it works. Okay, let's take another call, Brian. Hello, Jordan and Jesse and possible guest. This is Alan calling in with a momentous occasion from a Chicago Cubs game I just attended. I don't want to say the momentous occasion was when I predicted a home run or when three Cubs players converged on a pot fly simultaneously and they let the ball hit the ground while they basically posed like La Pieta. Nope. The momentous occasion was at the end of the game when a little boy two rows ahead of me took off his hat to reveal a tiny nacho helmet on the top of his head. (laughs) Love you guys. Oh, yeah. Wow. Dude. Fuck you know, yes. you know what that means. You know what that means. Six more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you see that tiny nacho? Was it dumped? Was it dumped on the head, or was it? Or were the no? I would, have, I would have gone. I would have gone up to that kid, looked him in the face, and said, "That's, That's nacho. nacho hat." Yeah. I know. I knew you were going to say. <laughs> I would have knocked it off his head, and I would have said. Listen, no, pick a better is, team. Pick a better team. To me, team. that's like the sun. This is the Robert Stack and airplane. The sunglasses come off and there's another <laughs> pair of sunglasses right. there. It's just a great move. So this, is, goes, this is what reminds me of when um, Henry Higgins tried to teach me to be a member of high society and I had to walk around balancing that nacho hat up on my head. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think this must have been, correct me if I'm wrong. He said nacho hat, but I think this must have been a soft serve ice cream hat. It had right? to have been a soft serve ice cream hat. Because you couldn't fit the nacho hat under a regular hat. They're about the same size. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the I think that the most amazing adult person is one who collects mini mm. helmets of every mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Because... Mm-hmm. 
because it. it is I don't think there is anything else that someone could do. I'm racking my brain. I'm not coming up with anything else that I, I both think is more pathetic and admire and envy more. Mm -hmm. Thimbles. Like, Thimbles. I want to be that. Thimbles and shot glasses. Thimbles, shot glasses, yeah. shot tell, glasses are tell like... people that you also have a drinking problem. So <laughs> No, but the tiny hats is like, it's one thing. Like, if someone's like, do you want to see my tiny hat collection? <laughs> right. That would be the worst phrase ever said But to if me. someone said that to me, I would want to see it like that's the thing like thimbles or Wait, silver spoons i would come to my wife and be like we have to go see justin's tiny hat collection and she yeah. would look at me and be like do you get the emails <laughs> <laughs> jj go at maximumfun.org or 206-984-4fun we'll be back in just a second on jordan jessica If you're sick of constantly arguing with the people closest to you about topics that really aren't going to change the world, we're here to take that stress off of your shoulders. We take care of it for you on We Got This with Mark and Hal. That's right, Hal. If you have a subjective question that you want answered objectively once and for all time for all of the people of the world, questions like, who's the best Disney villain, Mac or PC, or should you put ketchup on a hot dog? That's why we're here. Yes, I get that these are the biggest questions of our time. And we're often joined by special guests like Nathan Fillion, Orlando Jones, and Paget Brewster. So let Mark and Hal take care of it for you on We Got This with Mark and Hal, weekly on Maximum Fun. La, la, la. Does our podcast deep dive into the weirdest Wikipedia pages we can find? Yes. Do we learn about scam artists, remote islands, horrible mascots, beautiful diseases, and mythical monsters? Yes, 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 absolutely, and yes. Do we retain any of this knowledge? Eh, probably not. I'm Emily Heller. I'm Lisa Hannawalt. We make art and comedy and TV shows and also the podcast Baby Geniuses. For the past eight years, we've been trying to learn new things about the world and each other every episode. But let's be honest, this podcast is mostly about two friends hanging out, shooting the breeze, and making each other laugh. We're horny, we like gardening and horses, and we get real stupid on here. But like, in a smart way. Yeah. Join us every other week on Maximum Fun. Baby It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jason Sklar, Randy's brother. Randy Sklar, kosher pickle. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> it's actually kosher's pickle. <laughs> kosher's pickle. Yeah. Kosher's pi kosher pickle ball. Pickle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> sure. Uh, right. Randy and Jason, podcasters both. Mm -hmm. Together, the co-hosts of Dumb People Town, alongside mm -hmm. Dan Van Kirk, uh, the aforementioned third wheel, delightful, mm -hmm. hilarious man. A uh, view from the cheap seats, also... Sports every week. This is what yeah. we do. You've been on that show. So much fun to sort of say, these are the biggest stories in the world of sports, and this is our take on it. And I feel like we figured out how to do that show. I mean, Dumb People Town is just wonderful in that the world is getting dumber as ocean levels rise, IQs go down. There's a direct proportional mm -hmm. Is there a recent... Let me that. ask you guys this. So on Dumb People Town, sure. you discuss the kinds of things, the kinds of little 
news stories mm-hmm. that trickle in across this great nation mm-hmm. of, you know, bank robbers tripping on their shoelaces or whatever, but mm-hmm. but more distinctive than that. Like sure. a man who tried to rob a, a house with his cat. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, that's just... As the, wep- as the weapon? Idea. No, no just, <laughs> like as an accomplice. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cat burglar. I think yeah, uh, literally cat, a cat burglar. Literally a cat burglar. As, uh, I, mean, I did Dumb People Town not too long ago. Had a great time. On it. And I think we discussed a <laughs> robbery of, I want to say, a like mobile home that was converted into a Leonard Skinner museum. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he had a cult on his property. And like, whenever someone's like, I have a Leonard Skinner museum, it's like, well, did you register any of that stuff? Did you get it done through a notary public? No, no Everyone knows what I got in there. Well, that's not going yeah, like to have ev- to itemize that for insurance or else you're just getting the flat <laughs> amount. It's great because it's like everybody and Jordan, you'll remember this, like everyone was a little bit wrong. You shouldn't have had that stuff (laughs) stolen, but you shouldn't have kept it in like an 18 wheeler on your property. Listen, we're not trying to victim blame. No, no, but like get your stuff in order if it's especially if it's really valuable. I mean, mean, there there was a story we did about a guy who was trying to impress his 18 year old son. And so he would steal cars and move them two streets over. Yeah. And then he would tell his son that he was stealing cars to impress him. I will never forget the guy who tried to impress his date and tried to jump from the t- roof of one building to another building. He was on a first date, tried to jump from one building to another, and I guess missed, f- slid down the two buildings, which got increasingly closer as you got down, and he got stuck. And they had to <laughs> blow out the wall of a Cadoba to get him out of there. Wow. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that amazingly was an improvement to the Cadoba. on the Cadoba, right? That is a horrible wrestling. Folks, I'm stuck in a kookaroo. <laughs> <laughs> this chicken is crazy. Sure. <laughs> stuck between a rock and a hard rock. <laughs> Thank you, George. Something, something you could say. Uh, Thanks, George. Very well. Different, uh, Very sort well. Of Sounds like we've got a, a fourth, third Sklar brother. Oh, oh no! Jordan it's, was fabulous. So good, you guys both phenomenal. But it's I, just... I like to I like to I go on that view view from the cheap seats and share my uh, uh, and Francisco share my uh, fantasy tips. We yeah we had an yeah. entire yeah. serious conversation about the Giants. Yeah, entire serious conversation about the Giants, which was so fascinating and so much fun to dig in. We. <laughs> We had on the the woman who's on, I don't know when this is going to drop, but the woman who we had on who's a writer for The Ringer just wrote a book, Mirror and Fader, about, uh, and it's it's crazy. We had her on, we interviewed her last week. It's going to drop this next Friday, uh, the 3rd. And she wrote this book about Giannis. And the whole book was about Giannis Antetokounmpo. And the uh, in the book, she mentioned how Jason Kidd was like a really tough coach on her. It was like a small passage. And like, it's taking off the book is like a new york times bestseller and everyone is like asking jason kidd questions and i'm like reading articles about jason kidd being like i don't know who this woman is i'm like you know the woman who was on our podcast so we do go deep and like get you know but of course we always try and make it funny i read those those two paragraphs about jason kidd and i too thought they were insane and thought about buying the book on that basis but you Uh, know worth it worth it when he was 18 years old jason kidd was rude to me at a pro-am game at keysar He's our pavilion in San Francisco's Golden Gate Park. So I already I mean, knew. He told on himself knew. as a you team. You knew. 
If if that didn't get you, the domestic violence will. So, oh, okay. you know. I didn't know about that. So okay, great. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's settled. <laughs> Not a good guy. Not, Not a good, a good guy. guy. Sounds <laughs> like we good. know about Jason Kidd now. Well, that's the point. But yes, we are doing our multiple uh, podcasts, which are and we have, and, and we have and we have a Patreon, uh, which Scalabra the Patreon, which we are doing for the first time in fifteen years, new episodes of Cheap Seats, oh, new our own cool. cheaper seats. We did a high dive competition with dives so high it was higher than higher than Doug Benson at Burning Man. Thank you. So high. <laughs> Thank you. hundred and eighty three feet and you guys just moved over onto patreon from only fans is that correct that's right that that's is, what it says here yes. because of policy changes that yes. was yes yeah, no more right. nudity no more nudity so we had to write said, code. Said, uh, no more nudity and no more johnny carson impressions right said, yes. Yes. and we said that is wild <laughs> that you, is want bizarre. To, you want me to put on a Nehru jacket no. that is bizarre that is wild. <laughs> You're saying I can't show my pussy on the internet? That is weird. I'd like to show you my Ron Silver. <laughs> my Johnny Carson impression is not good. <laughs> well, Randy and Jason, it's always a joy to have you on the program. And by Love always, it. I mean once every seven years. We're no, we'll come back you. soon. We'll be Thank back Thank you soon. for making Thank the time you. away from your family. I, we're, we're proud that you neglected your family to be here with us this oh, evening. Good. I got a bunch um, of emails I got to read now. <laughs> Randy, <laughs> Randy broadcasting from uh, from his library. Jason from his backyard. From the Blair yeah. Witch Project. You're I'm in my dining room right now. I got to say, Jason, you know how in the age of uh, video conferencing, mm-hmm. video conferencing, everything, you're always looking at what is behind people. Sure. Thinking about, you know, whether or not you're impressed, right? Right. We take mm-hmm. a look at the. We say, "Oh, Brian's got Brian's got lime green curtains. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't that color a little 2005?" We say to ourselves, "Sure." What, what do you think of the corner of my tiny house? Not afraid. <laughs> not afraid to read anybody. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, Jason, you got one of those restaurant si- style outdoor heaters. You oh, are yeah, living yeah. A, a very classy life. Apparently. Charmed life. Came if I'm able house, to extrapolate was... from that. Came with yeah, the like house. one time I saw like Chuck Schumer on like an MSNBC thing, and I literally the entire time I'm like, shut the door to your hallway, Chuck. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean that metaphorically. All right, button it up, brother. Turn off Friends. You're do on need, television. Do I need to see Nancy Pelosi's fridge? <laughs> I think if we have fridge learned magnets. anything, I think if we have learned anything from the explosion of amateur pornography on the internet <laughs> in the last twenty years, it's how many people are fucking. While Friends is on, yeah. Just <laughs> why are you? Why do you have Friends on? They'll How be there for even, you. And maybe, hey, maybe They'll it's just my search terms, but I'm seeing a lot of Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Naruto back there. That's right. A lot That's of right. trouble with Naruto. Well, yes. Randy and Jason Sklar have been our guests on the program. Their shows are View from the Cheap Seats about sports, both comic and semi-serious, and Dumb People Town. Uh, about the dumb things that people do here in mm-hmm. America and the world. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Uh, what a joy it has been to have you. Our producer on the program, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez, Val Moffat running the live stream. Uh, look, we've been uh, we've been pretty pretty consistent about putting out this stream of our Zooms. So if you want to check in and see what it's like when we're recording the program. Uh, just watch us watch us pee in the whole nine yards uh, in between segments. Uh, Facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. 
and you know Sunday evenings is when we've been doing it. No promises, but uh, th- that's what we've been up to lately. Uh, we're on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com. Hashtag your tweets JJGo at Jordan underscore Morris and at Jesse Thorne. Jordan has a brand new book in stores right now. He's been traveling bookstore to bookstore autographing books by bubble. If you're listening to this show, look, over two, nearly two dozen people listen to Jordan Jesse go. I want <laughs> mm-hmm, every yeah. single one of you to buy bubble because that's all it takes to get on the New York Times bestseller that's list. It. That's people it. don't read anymore. <laughs> you buy mm-hmm. you buy the book, you write a letter to the New York Times, sure. let them know you bought it. That's mm-hmm. how the system works. <laughs> and the system does work. Yeah. If we've learned anything from the last few years here in America, the system works. System does work. Yeah, bubble. Yeah, it's out there. It's still very good, yeah. And if you wanna, if you want a signed copy, I'm trying to stop by like uh, uh, local bookstores and uh, uh, sign some copies. And a lot of them ship. So if you want yourself a signed bubble, get at me on social media. Bother me, bother me with all your bubble questions. And yeah, and I'll let you know if there's a, a nice uh, a local indie you can support and uh, get a signed copy shipped to you. There you go. I think that's probably most of the things. Oh, if you've got corrections for the program, uh, we're so grateful for them. Tweet them at JD Power on Twitter. We like to assure quality on the program. Uh, <laughs> and we will talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.